Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of Rebels Rewatch. So familiar. It's like we were I, just here. I have here. to think about it so hard to say that. Right? I keep wanting to say Clone Wars. Um, but no, this be Rebels. Arg. Yarg. Um, although today's episode has a little bit of reference to the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty common for Rebels, but like we get some, we get some old ships. We get some Clone Wars junk. Uh, they actually say the Clone Wars. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean... There's a pretty clear reference to the Clone Wars a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, like you just said. That's what I just said? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. I wanted um, to agree. Uh, I, I, I concur. Um, no, uh, but yeah, so uh, this is another episode that we are talking about. Like I said, you're getting two on the same day. Mm-hmm. We could have combined it, but we didn't. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> we playing catch up, fam. Right, so. Mustard. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the point was we're we're behind two episodes, we're, so we're putting out two episodes. If yes. we put it together, then it's not two episodes, technically. Technically, uh, but you no- just get two short little nuggets. Two babe. two nor two two norgets. <laughs> two norgets. The norget. Give me the norget. Pass the BBQ sauce. <laughs> oh my goodness, what what is this show? Um, this show is Rebels Rewatch. This show is Rebels Rewatch. I forgot not for a second, Wars. but it is. And so um, now we're talking about Out of Darkness. Is the episode I I have figured I can't do numbers well when it comes to what episode are we on what episode of the show is it so yeah. I'm just gonna say the titles and leave it up to you to figure out which one that is <laughs> yes um, so but we're talking about the episode out of darkness and this is another episode where it's all kind of let's go on an adventure with a couple of the characters and, we're going on an adventure. <laughs> and you know we're focusing on a couple of the ghost crew, not the whole yeah. picture. And this time we get to hang out with the coolest ladies in the world. Yeah, so we've had Zeb and Ezra, we've had Kanan and Ezra, we've had Ezra, um, and now we get Hera and Sabine, uh, which is nice. And so, um, but, you know, we get a little bit of setup beforehand. We don't just jump in and they're on it. Um, but we we find them first on a mission. It's Hera, Ezra, and Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one where we jump in in the middle. Like, yeah. they've already done the thing, and we're just kind of jumping in yeah. towards the tail end. They're stealing something? They stole something, and they're escaping. Yes. And the Imperial peoples don't like that, basically. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I generally don't like when people take my things, so I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and we get some good hair content up front with her being a mom driving a minivan. Yeah, that's very much what yeah. this is. Like, like don't I, make me pull over. Don't make me pull over. I know my car. Right. Basically. Like, like Step off. Yeah. When your mom <laughs> is the only person who can drive the minivan or her car. Yeah. And she knows how everything works. Yeah. It's like, it. it's such a mom thing. Oh, yeah. And this is, I believe, yeah. the first serious stuff in terms of dealing with where they get their intel mm-hmm. um i can't off the top of my head remember them mentioning fulcrum before or any of that stuff but we get it on the nose here when sabine's just like hey like um can i ask like where we're getting this because it seems to be a little bit bonkers and there's a lot of back and forth in terms yeah. of you know we get it from fulcrum but you don't need to know kind of stuff like it's yeah. it's interesting to deal with um that because this is some of the first stuff that makes them a little bit more legit and organized yeah you know they're not just pulling their own jobs but they, they're getting fed information yeah and spoiler alert i know who fulcrum is 
You don't know all the fulcrums. I don't know all the fulcrums, but I know who is behind this one. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. We don't yeah. know that it was always her. True. So. But it has her head thing on it. That's just the symbol for fulcrum. All right. That's that's the symbol, my dude. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, right. fulcrum exists even when she doesn't. So, mm-hmm. pardon? That's what I'm saying. So it's not all about her. I know what you're trying to do, but it's not happening. So, but so they, they get the info from fulcrum. Mm-hmm. One of them, one of the many, and so, but that that. That's what upsets Sabine. I like. I kind of get it, but I feel like she was also being really difficult in this episode. She's being a teenage girl. <laughs> this, this one, there was a couple of moments where I'm just like, Sabine, calm down, mm-hmm. please. Like you're making this unnecessarily difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also she talks about some of her. Ba- well, she doesn't really talk about her backstory. She just talks about I have a backstory, and it has to do with distrust and this is bothering me and blah 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 and but at the same time i'm like still calm down also there was an imperial academy on mandalore yeah there's an pretty much an imperial academy everywhere yeah. but like it's like did they play football no against each other no why would they play football i don't know organized sports well they college. wouldn't play against themselves like it's not army army it's army navy the okay. football game Gotcha. There's okay. a significant army versus navy football game. I will take your word for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like a bit of it was like, can you seriously not have the sense like, this isn't the time, this isn't the place, chill, or just ask in a nicer way maybe? Like stuff like, like, <laughs> like I, I don't said, know. Like I she's being a teenage girl. Oh my gosh, it was difficult. There and were it, so many times where this was me. Yeah, was it just, younger. I was just frustrated with it. I'm just like, Sabine, step off, chill. Yeah. Because that's how a lot of this episode progresses is Sabine just constantly poking the bear of like, I want to know stuff. I want to know stuff. I want to know stuff. Um, And, I mean, Hera gave multiple valid reasons why she doesn't need to or it's unnecessary. And I don't know. I guess it just bugged me. I get it. And coming from someone who experiences stuff like this Mm -hmm. where if you don't have all of the information about a situation it gives you anxiety sometimes mm-hmm. i don't think it gives her anxiety i think it, it just she, she turns into a butt but speaking from my experience yeah i, mean, I get i get like, that for you i think it's kind of a similar thing where you know she feels a lack of control of the situation in her in her mind like not that she's in charge of it but that she doesn't know what's going on and that kind of scares her a little bit still think she was a butt about it Opinion. That is an opinion. <laughs> so, I mean, everything you said is valid, but I don't think that applies to her. I think she is just being angsty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it comes from that colored hair. <laughs> um, so, Listen to the dulcet tones of me pulling on your leg hair. But now, Hera has a thing where she talks about her piloting skills, and I just wanted to kind of come up to that point because it's a it's a common fanboy argument. Well, let me not say fanboy, fan person, because fanboys get offended. Fan fan thing yeah. of who's the best pilot and so Hera. she talks about being the best no, not amongst this like i'm like han solo versus Hera versus poe versus anakin Hera. <laughs> sorry that's a statement it's a statement because she proves it eh. constantly eh, i think anakin proves it he does make a lot of crash landings though 
Like that's his signature move. But did they die? But did they die? No. They died later. <laughs> uh, well, don't we all? That was retroactive. Um, don't we all? Uh, well, that's... Uh, never mind. I, I, it's like that line when people are like in episode three when Anakin's like, his fate will be the same as ours, and literally all three of them die on a Death Star. Yeah. I'm like, that... Uh, uh, technically. Technically. <laughs> technically. Technicalities. I mean, I think I like that she's a great pilot, and she's a I like that they. Pilot. I love that they own it in and everything. Yeah. Um, she's very much that mom of like, no one can drive my car. You can't adjust the seats. Don't. You oh yeah. Dare touch the steering. And wheel. she even has a few moments, a few lines like that in the episode of just like, I know my ship. Like you got to do this, and it's just like I didn't know it could do that, and it's just like, yeah, there's a lot you don't know. Yeah. And I just, I, it's it's her baby. I love it, and. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, I think that's unique um, in terms of Star Wars storytelling. It's always such a grease monkey guy character or, you know, the chauvinistic, yeah. like, I'm the best of the best kind of. And she has that attitude, but it's not necessarily like. Her character is what Megan Fox should have been in Transformers. Wow. Yeah, Sorry, maybe. that's a statement. But, yeah. like, it. I think it would have been much better if that's it was it. more yeah, similar to That's that. an interesting take. Not just a body who True. apparently knows stuff about cars. Yeah. It's more believable from Harris perspective, but I mean, Michael Bay stuff hasn't been known for character development. To be fair, so accurate, <laughs> you know, has been known for character. Um, but yeah, well, and then so uh, Kanan has a line later on. Obviously, they escape fine; it all works out. But Kanan has a line later um, to Sabine of like, "Look, you know that Harris' job is to find jobs for us that mean trouble for the Empire and profit for us." And I think this is where we finally get acknowledgement of they shifted gears a little bit from just running jobs to run jobs to they, they sp- they're intentionally sabotaging the empire of that you know yeah um and so a lot of this episode really starts to solidify that like there's some layers going on here that are bigger than we thought in the first couple of episodes yeah. Regarding this crew. And Hera also has a line about, you know, why she kind of keeps the others in the dark about this kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. you can't, you can't tell the Empire what you don't know. Yeah. Well, and that and that's the thing is it's just like, I, what we know, obviously, they come to the rebellion later. Yeah. What I think we see here is Hera and Kanan knowing what they want to do, but not wanting to hurt the others by making them do it too. Yeah. So their idea is, hey, none of us like the Empire, so let's just do this stuff and yeah. have our lifestyle. But if me and Kanan can choose to specifically sabotage the Empire, we're gonna. But we're not gonna tell you why. You yeah. know, like it's possible more, deniability. Yeah, it's like we're gonna do this thing, but we don't want to bring trouble to others unnecessarily. But we also don't want to be like, hey, we want to do this thing, so we're gonna part ways. You know, like they they clearly want to keep the family unit and dynamic. The priority, but from Kanan and Hera, they they have intentions, um, and and it makes sense for their characters to not be able to be satisfied with the Empire being the Empire, mm-hmm. you know, versus the others. Which we do learn that they have plenty of reason to hate the Empire for legit stuff too. So, but yeah, I, I think it's really cool to start to see that. You know, I say it a lot with Rebels, but it's a lot of world building um, in season one. Yeah, it does a very good job of building this empire-centric world. Yeah, and so, and I like, 
I do like later on where we do get full on into Rebels. I mean, that is the show. But I also love the early days when they were just kind of them, mm-hmm. you know? It wasn't the big picture. Um, and so it's interesting to see that grow. Um, and, you know, on upon rewatch, I, I continue to appreciate how they went from small team, you know, family unit to big, big group, big army, big cause, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And so um, as uh, from there, as we mentioned, the big part of the episode is that uh, Hera's going to meet with Fulcrum, get some more stuff, and Sabine invites herself, basically. Yes. And so this is how we get our mommy-daughter day mission thing. Um, and things don't quite quite go as planned. Number one, they don't meet Fulcrum. Uh, which, why would Fulcrum hang out? I, I do not believe Hera ever actually met Fulcrum in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so Fulcrum's not really there, so it just becomes kind of a, okay, let's get the supplies. Mm-hmm. But then Hera notices some of the supplies are gone, and there's some weird tracks and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and that's when Hera mentions, like, no one should be here. This has been abandoned since the Clone Wars and stuff. And yeah. we see, like, there's a lot of, there's some gunships, there's some uh, fighters, there's a lot of clone junk yeah. uh, lying around. Which seem to have green stripes on them. At least that's what, I didn't, what I saw. I didn't notice that, but... Yeah. I don't think I don't think no. it's anything specific. No, it shouldn't be. I think mm-hmm. it's just more of, hey, remember the Clone Wars did happen, and this <laughs> remember this this is connected, you know? Because yeah. obviously, by the time of the original trilogy, the only thing we get is you fought in the Clone Wars, you know? Yeah. Like, there's no connective tissue in terms of, oh, that directly references this thing. Yeah. Um. So Rebels works hard to be like, hey, this is in between these two periods. So of course. You're still liable to see some of this junk and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, so we come to find out there's beastie beasts on this planet, uh, yeah. and Grumbums. they they have turned this hangar into their um, nest. It seems to be like a big mom and a bunch of little ones. Well, the big mom, you're thinking ahead. The big mom's there, yes, but not yet. Yeah. All we see is the little bits. Yeah. There's no there's no mommy in this one. Oh well, yeah. In this one. Yeah, like, you're thinking ahead to later on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's an episode with Ezra. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, which I don't, but I don't know if this was that same place, though. I don't... I don't believe so. I don't know, but... It's somewhere different. I mean, no, it, like, alien beastie beasts in Star Wars aren't specific to particular places, if we've learned anything. I mean, loth cats are... Everywhere. Everywhere, pretty much. Like, they're cats, like, they're, they're as in the world as actual cats. Yeah. But no, it like it's just it's just like this horde of Phryanox, I think is what they're called. Something like that. Um, th- this gave me very much. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but this gave me very much pitch black vibes. Yeah, yeah. In terms of stranded on a planet, got beasts that are afraid of the sun. We got to beat mm-hmm. the shade kind of stuff. Like yeah, I, it, I, it's very similar. Oh yeah, um, I love that movie too. It's worth mentioning. I enjoyed that movie. It's been so long since I've seen it. Like I can't even remember. That was most back when Vin Diesel was just known for a couple of things. Yeah. Like, like that was simple Vin Diesel days. Yeah. Like um, it, he was just the muscle guy. Yeah, he was just the the tough bad guy like, you know, yeah. and he drove cars occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like but now I mean, he's so blown up. It's crazy. It's it's interesting um conflict for them to have. So basically there's 
chances that the sun's going to get blocked out, and once that happens, then they're not going to have any protection from the beastie beasts. Yeah. Which shouldn't be a problem because they should just be able to load the stuff and leave, right? Right. Right. So, no. Except. Yeah, so earlier in the original mission, um, she clipped the fuel line escaping mm-hmm. one of the TIE fighters, and Zeb and Ezra were supposed to check it, but as we know, when Zeb and Ezra and Chopper get together, yes, they never do their job. Of course not. And so, uh, of course, that means entertainment for us. Yeah, but... and <laughs> I wanted to mention, something we didn't mention in the last episode was how oh, bad the paint job was on Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just looked dirty. Yeah, so when Ezra's in the Imperial Academy, they paint yeah. him to look like an Imperial droid. Which means spray painting him black. Like, but, like, yeah, like they did it like... quick. It looks like a teenager did it. Yeah, like, it's like a quick job. Yeah. I, this is a this is a custom. Like you yeah. got the figure and you painted it yourself. <laughs> exactly, and we've got a little pop. Of yeah, we, he looks much better than he Chopper does. did in yeah. the episode. But back to this one. Um, yeah, so in their hijinkery, basically they don't fix the thing. Yeah. And so that comes back later in terms of oh, we can't escape now. Yeah. So the rest of the episode really just is them working together. It's this nice like you know work it's this nice montage we're gonna fix it we got it we got a plan we're gonna make it happen and obviously that's you know the idea of like oh they're look at them you know yeah they're making it happen sabine does what she does best and finds explosives Explosives! yeah so yeah so they got all these explosive stuffs just lying around Mm -hmm. uh and i mean their plan's clever i mean they set it up to where basically they just are able to blow these things up yeah always shoot the red barrels guys yeah um and so they end up, so they call for help. The ghost comes and picks them up. They beat all the little beastie beasts and escape. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's some nice resolution between Hera and Sabine in terms of, like, you know, just, you got to trust me. Like, yeah. and, you know, they have a lot of good interaction in terms, like, as much as it frustrated me, the pushes that Sabine was making, I enjoyed the conversation it came, it produced from Hera and her in yeah. terms of like you, you you have to have faith in this bigger picture stuff like yeah. y- you you might only see what you see and you might feel like you're not accomplishing anything but you are yeah. but you don't need to necessarily know all of that in order to keep making a change mm-hmm. you know it's like one of those things where it's like if you wait for the significant change to make a change like it's never going to necessarily happen because you can't see the big change until you make little changes yeah. And, you know, that's a lot of what Hera's trying to encourage her to do is, like, just trust. And that's the big thing is, you know, trust goes both ways. Sabine constantly is barking about, like, I, you, you know, I need you to trust me and tell me everything. And Hera's like, I need you to trust me and let me know everything. Like, you know, trust me that I'll tell you what you need to know and that I won't get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really interesting thing of, like, it's easy to be, like, trust me and tell me everything and let me do everything but it goes both ways of why don't you trust me to you know give you what you need to know or do what you need to like you know what i mean and i think what kind of helps with that is mutual understanding yeah of each other's opinion and stuff like that like where you come from on this well and that's the thing is it's like you would think that I mean, I can understand having your ups and downs, but you would think that Sabine would be able to just kind of look at the history of Hera and be like, I can trust her because she hasn't let us down before, you know? 
Yeah, but that you can kind of have blinders on sometimes with that kind of stuff. Well, and I think that's what this situation is, is I don't think she, like, I don't think, stop, stop and breathe and think about it, the whole thing. Yeah. But I think she's just caught up on the, I don't know stuff and I don't like that, you know? You've never dealt with anything like that for me. <laughs> right, like, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair points, fair points, uh-huh. but still. Yeah, it, but I hate surprises. I cannot stand not knowing things. It gives me huge anxiety. By the way, I have a secret box somewhere. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, that's kind of it. We don't really learn what the fulcrum stuff was, though. I mean, yeah. it just kind of moves on from that. Like, the whole point, again, they got the mission done, but that wasn't the point. The point mm-hmm. was the character growth and yeah. the, the, the mom and daughter interactions of Hera and Sabine, which are great. Hera does not get enough Hera stuff in Rebels. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Like, I'm like, that's what I love about her popping up in Alphabet Squad and a couple of times in the comics. I'm like, yes, okay, give me more Hera because she's fantastic. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's really nice. Um, so that's another episode down. Yeah. Another episode in the books. Next episode, we are going to talk about two because it's a two-parter and it's a little bit more significant. So, yeah, we get character development, but we get a lot of other stuff, too. Um, as we find out about celebrating Empire Day and all this other stuff. So we're getting to the halfway point of season one with our rewatch so far. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and pretty soon we're going to get to parts where it's just going ham and it's just all over the place. We didn't talk about the most important part. Okay. Space waffles. Oh, yes. Uh, Zeb at some point is eating space waffles, which are just triangle waffles. It's really weird. Right? And but they his have poor hexagons waffle instead of oh yeah like, so, like it's geometry and it's just like his poor waffles got destroyed and it's yeah. just like Come oh on, space waffles don't put your butt on do you space... like space waffles yeah i like space waffles don't start i love that you'll never uh, i love waffles so waffles are fantastic get they you are... some waffles people a hot take they're superior to pancakes oh yeah because they got little syrup pockets it's fantastic that's why shells are better than elbows because they just, they're little bowls yeah. of mac and cheese. I get what you're saying. In a bowl of mac and cheese. Bowl in a bowl! Get you some mac oh, and boy. cheese and waffles today, folks. Celebrate yourself. Do that. Yeah. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, let us know what you thought of this, of some extra good Hera and Sabine content. Um, two of the stronger characters of Rebels overall, I will say. Kanan and uh, and Ezra get a lot of attention, but Hera and Sabine, they don't get enough credit. Cool ladies. Yeah. Um, And then there's Zeb and Chopper. Uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, let us know what you thought. And again, just putting it out there, if you join our Patreon, there's ways for you to get direct access to interact with us and help us build these Rebel Rewatch episodes. So if you love Rebels and if you love us, you can join us on Patreon for a dollar a month and get access to that goodness and also all kinds of other stuff like our after show. Uh, bonus episodes and all that good stuff. So Get check that out. Cat content. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those social medias. Uh, and yeah, just have a good day. And again, the most important thing you can do today is get you some waffles and mac and cheese. And some chicken. At the same time. Ooh, oh! Chicken that's and waffles good, and mac and cheese? Yeah, okay, some, like, we gotta go because syrup. I need that right now. Bye! Bye!